Good morning, good morning. Today is Thursday. February the 3rd. Glad you're with us this morning. Father, we just thank you this morning for another day that you have given us. We thank you, God, that you have blessed us to see this day, Lord. We pray that we would be good stewards of the day, that we would bring glory to you today, God, that you would watch over us, protect us, lead us, guide us, speak to us today. May we be prepared to tell others about the joy that we have in you. Give us an opportunity to bless someone, to speak to someone about you, to share with them the gospel. Give us an opportunity to be your hands and feet. May everything we do bring glory to you today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, I wanted to continue this morning on uh, the sermon that I did on Sunday called Just Say No. Living a life of no compromise. Not compromising with the enemy, with the world, with you know the things that are not of God. Uh, we often do that through many ways. As I said, um, starting to begin a week, we do that through labels, through labeling ourselves. And, and because of our labels, we put limits on ourselves. And we also do that, uh, as I talked about yesterday, by, uh, you know, uh, lies. Lies we tell others, lies we sell our, tell ourselves. It's important to, to not live a life, to not live a lie. It's important to tell the truth. Today I want to talk about just saying no to temptation. Now, you know... Uh, my apologies if morning inspiration, you know, if sometimes if we want to hear how good we are, how great we are, but, you know, that's not always the case. You can be inspired even by, even through conviction. You know, as the Holy Spirit convicts you, I'm inspired to, to, to live a better life, to draw closer to God, to, to live a life that's pleasing to Him. And so today we say no to temptation. You know, we're all tempted and oftentimes I think we give the devil too much credit because we say, well, you know, the, the, the devil tempted me or the devil made me do it, they used to say. And most of the time that's not the case. The devil didn't make you do anything there because you still have free will. What happens is there were temptations laid before you and you chose and I chose to make the wrong decision. But James chapter 1, kind of he tells you like this, and if I can break this down for you this morning and hopefully you can see... Uh, the importance of saying no to temptation, first of all, but 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 how we can overcome that, and that can inspire you, that can get you through. James one verse twelve says, "Blessed is man who endures temptation, for when he uh, has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him." And here it is. He says, "Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone." God doesn't tempt us. God doesn't lay something there and say, I'm going to see if they're going to make the right choice. He says, God doesn't do that. He says, but each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Huh. We're tempted because of our sin nature, because of our own desires, our sinful desires, uh, without Christ in our lives, without um, his guiding hand, the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us, left to our own demise, as Romans 1 tells us, that we will fall for sin because of our own desires. We're enticed and drawn away. And he says that desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin when it's fully gone brings death. The wages of sin is death, Paul says in Romans. And so we see there that temptation comes, but it's not God who tempts us. 
And oftentimes, it's, as the devil, uh, the enemy leaves things there for us, but it's still not him that makes us do it. And God definitely doesn't put things there uh, to, try to try to get us to sin. And Paul kind of tells us that the greatness of God, the faithfulness of God, the loving uh, kindness of God. So God doesn't tempt us, though he knows that we are tempted. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, 12, and 13, Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. In other words, none of us are beyond temptation. None of us are beyond falling. Uh, we haven't arrived yet. He says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. So it means anything that you are tempted with, somebody's already been tempted with it. Even Jesus himself was tempted with many things, uh, yet without sin. Temptations are common. The enemy has no new tricks, so to speak. But he goes on, he says, but God is faithful. And here's what I want you to see. Yes, temptation's there. God does not tempt us. And temptation's there. God knows it's there. God sees it. But God is faithful. He loves us so much that he, he won't let us just fall into it, trip over into sin, so to speak. It says this, God is faithful, verse 13, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able in other words, God loves us so much that he knows that we are, have a sin nature. He knows that we are tempted. He knows that the enemy throws things at us. He, and he loves us so much that he's, he, and he's so faithful that it says that he won't let us be tempted beyond what we're able to bear. In other words, God won't let us get to the point where we trip over into sin and we say the devil made me do it or I didn't have a choice. He loves us so much that he won't, he won't even allow the sin to be so overbearing that we have no choice but to accept the temptation. That we have no choice but to fall in sin because it's so, it's just, it was just so powerful that we had to say yes to it. He says, God is so faithful that even when we are tempted, he will also make a way of escape that you may be able to, to bear it, to withstand it. I love that. I mean, that's beautiful when we talk about the devil didn't make you do it. You made you do it. I made me do it. He says, but God is so faithful that, look, even when we're tempted, when, when we have this choice here, then God gives us another choice. Immediately, there's a way out. There's a way of escape that we can withstand it, that we can bear it, that we can, uh, we can make a better choice. You know, for me, it's worship. I can tell you many times where, where I was doing things and, and I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing those things or temptation was laid there. And, I'm, and immediately when the temptation comes, a worship song pops up in my head. Now, I love music, so uh, I have an orchestra playing in my head all day long, but it's it's distinct. Like, I know that's what it is. I know that God's given me, in other words, a way out, and I can choose to take that worship song and begin to sing it and worship God and, and, and push my way towards God and away from the temptation, or I can accept the temptation. And I wish I could tell you that I always chose a worship song, but I don't. And... And then I immediately am upset at myself because I, I knew better. I saw it coming. I, I had the way out. I had the escape. You know, that, that worship song that I hadn't heard in 10 years just pops up in my head. I knew that that was the answer. I knew that that was the way out, but I still didn't take it. You know, I wish I could say every time I did, but I don't. But I know that that's what God's doing. And that's why I love that scripture is so beautiful because it says God loves you so much. He's not going to let you be tempted to the point where you fall into sin. And now you're, 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 you're having to go back and repent and you're, you're feeling guilt and shame and all these things. God, God loves you so much that he says, look, I'm going to give you, before you even, before you fall into it, I'm going to give you a way out. But you got to be looking for the way out. You got to know that there is a way out. You got to know 
And for you, I don't know what it, what it is for you, but for me, it's always worship. I know distinctly when I hear those worship songs in my brain, it's like, okay, there's my way out. Choose that song, Russ. Choose that song, Worship God. Get away from this mess. It's not going to be good for you. It's not, it's not what you should be doing. And as I begin to worship, the temptation goes away. And James says this in, in, in chapter 4, verse 7, he says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. And it's true. Submit to God. Resist, resist the enemy by accepting the way out that God's given you. The way away from that temptation. And then draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. You notice in there, though, it doesn't say that, that the enemy will never come back. He may come back a hundred times that same day. But a hundred times, God will give you a way out. He may come back 50 times the next day, but 50 times, God will give you a way out. Learning to say no to temptation, it, it, it's not as hard sometimes as we make it out to be because of God's faithfulness. He's given us a way out, a way to overcome. A way to not fall for that. I don't know about you, but when I fall for things, sometimes I, I get so upset because it's like, I saw this coming. I put on the whole armor of God and I saw it coming and I still fell. Oh, and I, I'm wrought with grief and I'm just like, God, why? I don't want to do this. You know, I didn't want to do it, but I fell for it anyway. It's because I just didn't take the way out. It wasn't because God wasn't there. It wasn't because God allowed me to be tempted and I, and I fell because I couldn't handle it. Because I refused to take the way out. I blocked that worship song out of my brain and said, now nah, I'm going to sin this time. I'm going to allow this temptation to overtake me this time. And so let me encourage you today that God loves you. He loves you so much that he gives you a way out every time. Choose that way out. Choose a life that says no to temptation. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. Are we going to be perfect? Does that mean we'll never sin? No, it doesn't. But it's a promise that there's always a way out. You don't have to sin. What choice are you going to make today? I pray that you'll choose the way out. Whatever it is for you, allow God to show you every time the way that he's given you to refuse temptation. Draw closer to him. and He draw close to you. God bless you. Just say no. We'll see you tomorrow.